Blog Talk Radio. Driving all night, my hands wet on the wheel. It's talking in circles. There's a voice in my head that drives my heel. With your host, Clayton Caldwell. My baby calling till I need you here. And John Harlow. And it's a half past four and I'm shifting gear. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Talking in Circles. I am Clayton Caldwell here tonight, singing solo on Talking in Circles. What a show we got for you tonight. 2019 is right around the corner for the Cup Series, the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series for NASCAR. And we're going to preview the 2019 season for you, starting with the Chevrolet teams, then it's the Ford teams, and it'll be the Toyota teams where we will leave off here as we get ready for Daytona. Believe it or not, Daytona is right around the corner. Uh, only a few weeks left. I mean, we're pretty soon, you know, ARC was down there to, uh, this week testing. Pretty soon we're going to have the Rolex 24, and as soon as the Rolex 24 comes around, Daytona's right around the corner. Um, so only a couple of weeks left till we get ready for the Daytona 500. Um, yesterday was, was four weeks until we got on the track, 28 days till we got on the track, now 27 till we get on the track for the Daytona 500, about 24 till the trucks load up and get ready to go to Daytona. So uh, a, a what is going to be a uh, fun season, an interesting season for NASCAR coming up in 2019. We will preview the teams in starting with the Chevrolet team. So first, we'll give you this first team we will preview is Hendrick Motorsports. Hendrick Motorsports, a tough season last year when you look back at the 2018 season. Um, I honestly say aside from Chase Elliott, it was, the, it was the worst season we've seen from that organization in over a decade. Jimmy Johnson won his first year of his career without winning a race, um, had that epic um, mistake, I guess you can call it, in the Roval race at Charlotte. Coming to, coming, coming to the to the start-finish line, took out, um, you know, spun out and, and took himself out of the playoffs. And, you know, Jimmy's season just wasn't anywhere close to where he needed it to be. Um, William Byron, you can say the same thing about. William had a rookie year, and a lot of people, expectations were high for him. I mean, he came to uh, the Truck Series, won everything, won just about every race he ran there. It seemed like had a championship in the bag until he blew his engine up at Homestead, or I think it was Phoenix he blew his engine at to cost him the championship in the Truck Series. Won the championship in the Xfinity Series for Junior Motorsports. Moved into the Cup Series after uh, really replacing Casey Kane um, in the 24 car when the, when the 5 moved to 24 and the 24 moved to 9 to uh, take Chase Elliott and move him down. So uh, move him to the 9. So uh, it was tough for William Byron. It was a tough, tough, um, probably the toughest season, I think, a tougher season than anybody really expected for Byron. I think, again, a lot of people, sure, they said there's going to be a rookie growing pains, but it's Hendrick Motorsports, one of the best teams in racing. Um, why can't he go out there and compete for a playoff spot? And it certainly looked like it was possible, um, but all of a sudden, you know, he went out there and just laid an egg last year. And, and there was times where we saw him, lead a few laps and, and get a little bit better. But for the most part of that season, it was a, a lost season for William Byron um, in that 24 car last season as he finished 23rd in the standings a year ago. Also returning to Hendrick Motorsports is Alex Bowman. So really look at it. Alex Bowman returns. I thought Alex Bowman had a pretty good year last year, replacing Dale Earnhardt Jr., the most popular driver in the sport. Bowman obviously had that um, substituting role for Dale Jr., when Junior had his concussion problems back in 2016, did a t- tremendous, tremendous job there uh, when he did that. And that basically won him the ride over there in Hendrick Motorsports. 
Yet here he was in, in 2018 and uh, in his first full season at Hendrick Motorsports. It was, you know, something that I think it was a decent year for him, but it wasn't anything that, you know, he didn't win any races, didn't really come close to winning any races. Um, but he finished 16th in the standings at 11 top 10 finishes. Um, but certainly I think the entire organization looking for improvement. But the big driver at Hendrick Motorsports last season was Chase Elliott. Chase, obviously, um, the son of Bill Elliott, uh, in his first two full seasons at Hendrick Motorsports, had basically done everything but won a race and was able to go out there um, in 2018 and win some races. And, uh, you know, when you look at at what that – what happened there, um, it was a a really, really – you know, a, a good season for Chase Elliott this season. Uh, the last two seasons, I think it was just bad luck he didn't win races. This year goes out, and no doubt, you know, for him, unfortunately, Hendrick was in their, what was their worst um, season possible, you know, and, and so to him to go out and try and win his first race this year was tough. He had to do it at racetracks that, um, at least his first one, had to do it at the racetrack where, you know, aerodynamics and, and, and all that kind of stuff never really played a big issue. Well, lucky for him, um, you know, he was able to do it at Watkins Glen and get his first win there at Watkins Glen. So that was huge, huge for him to go out and win at Watkins Glen. And, and you know, everybody knew once Chase Elliott got the victory lane, he was going to do it again, won Dover, and then won Kansas. So he did a great job at the end of the year. Um, a lot of people thought he was going to be able to, uh, you know, go out into Homestead and, and run for the championship. He wasn't able to do that. A sixth-place points finish, but really the uh, the run, the, the success from Hendrick Motorsports came out of that nine car with Alan Gustafson. And when you look ahead towards 2019, um, Chase Elliott returns with Alan Gustafson, and there's nothing to change there. I don't think there's anything there's any reason to change there. Alex Bowman, um, who I think had the second-best season at Hendrick Motorsports, yes, that includes the 48, he will be back with Greg Ives as his crew chief. Um, so those two drivers and those two teams, nothing really changes. But for the first time in Jimmy Johnson's career, in that 48 car's career, um, Chad Knauss will, no, will not be a part of that team. Chad Knauss, the crew chief of Jimmy Johnson for the last 18 seasons, will now move over to uh, William Byron in the 24 car, Darian Grubb, who was the crew chief there, reassigned within the organization, and Kevin Mendering, who was the crew chief of Elliott Sadler's Xfinity Series team, moves over to take the crew chief role over there at the 48 car. So, um, a, a huge, huge deal there for uh, Jimmy Johnson and, and that 48 team, and a good move for the 24 car. I mean, here's William Byron, who gets into the season last year, breaks in, gets a, a full year under his belt in the Cup Series, and now has a crew chief who's won seven championships, and a, a crew chief who a lot of people consider is the quote-unquote best driver in the or best crew chief in the sport, and is a reason, a lot of reason why. Uh, a lot of people believe he's the reason why Jimmy Johnson's got seven championships. Um, so he, for him to go out and, and uh, get Chad Knauss is a huge deal for him in 2019. And and as far as Kevin Mendering's concerned, I mean, Jimmy's got a, a good young crew chief, and I just think it was time, honestly. I mean, um, these guys are, are – are, the history with those two together is unbelievable. Um, and Mendering's just done a, a decent job in the Xfinity Series – Hendrick loves to hire within and loves to promote with, from within. So uh, it wasn't a surprise to see Kevin Mendering get that role there um, 
at Hendrick Motorsports in a 48 car. So, you know, as far as I'm looking at that team, I mean, I expect the same thing from Chase Elliott. That Alan Gustafson to me right now is the guy who seemed to have the most success out of his drivers. Um, you know, Chase has been there now three years, and, Gust- and Gustafson just seems like um, wherever he goes, that team seems to run pretty good. So I think Gustafson and the nine team are going to have a good year. Uh, that 24 car I'm interested in. You know, has Chad Canal sort of quote unquote lost the mojo? We'll find out soon. Has Jimmy Johnson lost the mojo? Mojo. We'll find out soon. Now with his crew chief Kevin Mendering, um, Alex Bowman's on the fence for me. I'm really curious to see how he responds here in 20 uh, in 2019. I also am curious to see what the Fords do. I think that's going to be a big, big reason of why this team will perform here. How this team will perform, how this or how the whole entire Chevrolet camp will perform in 2019 is how will the Fords with the new Mustang body, how will they perform in 2019 after Ford had a really, really strong year and, and really um, Stuart Haas Racing had a really, really strong year last year. How will the Fords perform? That's going to be something to keep an eye on as the 2019 season moves along. Another team with some turnover here is, is Richard Childress Racing. Um, Richard Childress has moved away from their veteran driver, Ryan Newman. Ryan Newman will take over the number six car at Roush Fenway Racing for 2019. The number 31 car will be uh, piloted by Daniel Hemrick, uh, running for Rookie of the Year next season at, at Richard Childress Racing. Um, he's was a, a championship contender all year last year in the Xfinity Series for RCR. A lot of people are very, very high on this kid. The number 31 car has been renumbered to number eight with Daniel Hemrick. Hemrick uh, has ties to Kannapolis, North Carolina. That's where his, his hometown is. Um, so he, he gets the number eight for 2019. The 31's now the eight. So Richard Childress Racing Cars next year will be eight and three. Uh, it's going to be see, interesting to see how Hemrick does. I think Ryan Newman's a, a nice young veteran race car driver, a veteran race car driver who uh, gets the most out of his equipment. So will Hemrick be able to produce as much as what uh, Ryan Newman did in 2018 remains to be seen. No doubt, I think he, uh, Hendrick, or excuse me, Richard Childress can take um, the money from this team, from what he's saving with with Daniel Hemrick in that car, and from not having Ryan Newman, and put it into uh, this race team and, and sort of find what's been missing. Because they really, even though Austin Dillon won the Daytona 500 last season, um, Hendrick, Mo- excuse me, Richard Childress Racing had a, a dismal year last year from bottom to, from top to bottom. They were terrible. Um, when you think about even the teams that they had an association with, Richard Petty Motorsports, Jermaine Racing, they had tough seasons. Um, the speed just wasn't there for Richard Childress Racing last year. So uh, it's going to be very interesting. They were a two-car team last year. They are a two-car team this year. Uh, so some changes there uh, as well for Austin Dillon this year. As you move up to the uh, 2019 season, Austin Dillon will have a new crew chief next season over there at uh, the, the three team as Justin Alexander will not turn the pit box for the number three team. And um, when you look at who, you know the crew chief he's got over there next season is Danny Stockman, who has worked in the Xfinity Series a lot for that team, um, has, has had some success in the Xfinity Series, we haven't really seen him have success on the Cup Series side of things, but Austin and Danny seem to get along good, and so Danny Stockman will be the crew chief over there on the number three car. The next team that we're going to preview here, Luke Lambert, by the way, returns to Daniel Hemrick 
in the number eight Richard Childress Racing Chevrolet. Um, as does Caterpillar and all, a lot of the sponsors, Liberty Life and National Insurance. Just basically, Ryan Newman steps out and goes to um, Rich, Rash Fenner Racing for next season. Next team we're going to preview is uh, Chip Ganassi Racing with Felix Sabatis. So there is some turnover there on that team, and there's been some turmoil on that team over the last month or so. Um, you know, and, and we'll discuss that a little bit here. I don't know how much it affects their Cup Series program, but their Xfinity Series program took a major, major hit. But Kurt Busch will drive the number one Chip Ganassi Racing Chevrolet this season. Monster Energy comes as a sponsor. I'm sure they're going to have other sponsors, Cessna, McDonald's, Gear Wrench. I'm sure a lot of those will be back as well. They will have Hendrick Motorsports engines next season like they did last year. Matt McCall returns as crew chief. Um, and Kurt Busch is the driver. Kurt had a, a good year last year. Won a couple of races. Kurt's a very, very good race car driver, a veteran guy who um, can help, I think, even Kyle Larson even grow more if that's possible. Kyle Larson, I think the world of him, but he can even help him grow more and, and bring this team to another level. This te- one car is very interesting. A lot of people say Kurt's on a one-year contract. He's going to retire at the end of the year. That's what a lot of people think. Uh, he'll, 2019 is his final year in the Cup Series, and a lot of the signs pointed to um, – Ross Chastain taking over that one car next season after a full year in Xfinity where he could win some races in that 42 car. But now DC Solar, the sponsor, who's going to sponsor that 42 Xfinity Series car, and they did some races on the one last year. They did some races on the Cup Series side for the 42 last year as well. Um, that sponsor is no longer around. Let's just put it that way. So uh, the future, that one car is up in the air. But as far as 2019 is concerned, Kurt's a great race car driver, and there's no reason why he can't go to the playoffs um, in that one car. Now, what are the rules going to be? We'll, we'll wait and see and how that affects everything. But Kurt Busch is an outstanding race car driver, and I just think, um, you know, he's better than, than who's been in that car the last few seasons. Um, and I think they will have a strong, strong season there in that one car for sure. Kyle Larson returns in the, DC, in the uh, credit one. They're going to be on for about 16 races for number 42 credit one Chevrolet for Chip Ganassi Racing with Felix Sabatis. Chad Johnson returns as crew chief as well. They didn't want to race last year, came close a couple of times, but they did not want to race next season, or last season. So um, we'll see what they do in 2019. Uh, I think Larson, there's no doubt he's got a, a tremendous, tremendous talent there. He's, a, he's an outstanding race car driver. That's a really good team. Where he could get a little bit better, and I think he would admit to this, is Mar- places like Martinsville, where you know it just seems like Martinsville has yet to become – a, uh, he's, he's yet to embrace Martinsville, I should say. You know, it's just been a really tough uh, go about it for him there. And um, we'll see. You know, he comes from a, a dirt s- series background. Martinsville's a little bit of a, a patient racetrack. Dirt's where you, you get, you're a little bit more aggressive. And your aggressiveness could hurt you um, on a track like Martinsville. So I think Kyle Larson um, has, still has a little bit of learning to do, maybe get a little bit more patient. But there's no doubt he's a championship contender as we roll into the 2019 season. Other Chevrolet teams we'll get to next uh, here on Talking in Circles. The next Chevrolet team we will get to um, here is the team at JTG Daughtery Racing. Uh, Jody and Tad Schechter, JTG, and Brad Daughtery, two-car operation in 2019. They will have Ryan Priest in the number 47 Chevrolet, and they will have uh, Chris Busher in the number 37 Chevrolet. Chris returns. Priest replaces A.J. Allmendinger there on that uh, 47 car. I don't think crew chiefs have been announced for that team yet. I know Trent Owens um, 
was going to return for uh, for the team, and I believe he's not the 37. But uh, Busher, I, I think, is a good race car driver. You know, he's he's done pretty well. Um, he hasn't set the world on fire, but how good is JTG Daughtery Racing? We'll wait and see. So Chris Busher, I, I think he's done, he did a fine job last year. There were times that 37 car looked really really good uh, last year, where you sat there and said, "Wow, that that who's in that 37 car?" They they showed some flashes last year that they could be a contender in the top 10, top 15 for the, most of the season, um, especially towards the middle part of the year, a 16th place run at Kansas, 13th at Martinsville, 15th at Las Vegas, 13th at Darlington was a good run for him. So, um, yeah, where it seemed like Busher could really, you know, put his talents at work at those racetracks where maybe the, um, the setup and the handling, you know, really didn't come into play as much. I think he did a, a he did a good job of those tracks next year, and, and he stays on. A.J. Allmendinger out the door. Ryan Priest is a driver who's replaces him, and Priest, he's been waiting his whole career for a ride like this. Goes into the number 47. Uh, an interesting, interesting uh, deal there with him. You know, um, Christian Smith will return as crew chief. That That is the actual um, – he's the actual crew chief. He was there last year with, with A.J. Allmendinger. That team struggled. The 47 car – was not where they needed to be. When you look at A.J. Allmendinger and what a lot of people think about his talent in the Cup Series, they did not have a great year last year. And Ryan Priest comes here, not as much experience in stock cars as you, as you would like. He's got a year under his belt full-time in Xfinity, but he's run really good in, the, in, in good stuff. Won a few, bunch of races at Joe Gibbs Racing. Uh, infamously gotten that, to that little bit of a tip there with Elliott Sadler at the end of, of Homestead a few years ago. But uh, I, I, there's no doubt that kid can drive a race car We'll see where this team's at. They moved their engine supplier from ECR Engines to Hendrick Motorsports next season. Also, we'll get an alliance with Hendrick Motorsports as well. So will that Im- improve this team? Will that put this team into the next level, into the next echelon of Cup Series teams? Will, we, will remain to be seen. Um, I think this team has a – one of the two cars has a decent shot to be in the top 20 in points. And I think if you're in the top 20 in points for most of the season – you're in that champion, that playoff conversation. I'm not sure you're in a championship conversation, but you're in the playoff conversation. So look for the, one of those two teams, whether it's Priest or Busher, to go out there and have a, a solid, solid season for JTG Daughter Racing in 2019. A couple more Chevrolet teams here. I think um, the next team we're going to preview is Richard Petty Motorsports with driver Bubba Wallace. In 2019, Bubba drove there in 2018, uh, had a decent season last year. Uh, you know, he was really where uh, he, he got a lot, a lot of notoriety was his Daytona 500, his runner-up finish in the Daytona 500. Uh, other than that, though, the only other top 10 finish this team had was Phoenix all the way in November and Texas and early in the year. So that middle part of the year, that team really seemed to struggle. They didn't really register a lot of even top 15 finishes for most of the year. Um, it just seemed like Richard Petty Motorsports just didn't have what it really needed to perform well in that last year. They struggled mightily at times. It looked like maybe Bubba Wallace had some rookie, uh, you know, was a rookie at times last year as well. So will he be better? Absolutely, with another year of cup experience underneath his belt. But an interesting development with this team is recently, uh, Drew Blickensturfer, who's been with the team for a while, will no longer be operating as a crew chief of that organization, he moves to Front Row Motorsports, it was announced, um, and Blickensturf will take over as a crew chief in the number 34 
forward for Michael McDowell next season. That was announced this week. So uh, Blinken Surfer out at RPM. In at RPM is Philippe Lopez, who's been a crew chief uh, for a long, long time in the Cup Series. He's a veteran guy. Um, when you look at his resume, you know, I, I remember Philippe Lopez back when he was the crew chief of the number eight Ford for Savola Racing, Savola Brothers Racing with Hutt Strickland back in 1996. Um, so his, his resume goes back a long, long time. He's a veteran. Um, and maybe that old veteran presence will help this organization, will help Bubba Wallace. Not that Drew Blickenstorfer wasn't a veteran, but he's a little bit more of a modern guy with the engineering and all that kind of stuff. Um, but we'll see. You know, they also, I heard, moved their, crew, their car chief around as well. So a lot of um, changes going on at, at Richard Petty Motorsports. Another interesting thing was Click and Close, the sponsor who sponsored them in the Daytona 500 last year. They also sponsored them in a few races throughout the year, um, will not return to that team next season. So a little bit of an interesting thing is there as well. They also had some sponsorship last year from uh, Smithfield as part of the deal to back out when Smithfield backed out in 2017. A little bit of compensation, you can say. That will no longer be there as well for that 43 team. So a lot of up-in-the-air questions for this 43 team. Bubba Wallace will return. They've said they're going to run a full schedule. They have a charter, so they should run a full schedule. But we will see um, what that team does. And whether or not Felipe Lopez is there full-time, I've heard he's an interim crew chief. Not sure if they're going to hire somebody outside the organization and bring them in. They also moved their shop closer to RCR. Sounds like they're going to have a little bit of a closer alliance than what they had last year. So um, going to be an interesting 2019 season for Bubba Wallace and Richard Petty Motorsports there in North Carolina. And welcome, North Carolina, this season here in 2019. Another team I think that really struggled last year that you could look at and say really needs to perform well was Austin Dillon, or excuse me, Ty Dillon in the number 13 Chevrolet for Jermaine Racing. We'll preview him now. Ty, um, when you look at his 2018 season, He's got 90 starts. He's only got one top 10 finish. Um, that one top 10 came at Daytona in July, a sixth place run for him last season and a guy called Military Chevrolet. But for the most part, that team was disappointing. They hired Matt Borland. They got rid of Booty Barker, who was a crew chief there for a long, long time, uh, helped build that team into the team that it is today. He started it really from the ground up and helped build that organization into a pretty decent contender with Casey Mears there. Ty just didn't seem to get to have that same rhythm that Casey Mears and Bono Mannion, or excuse me, Casey Mears and Booty Barker had. And now they brought in Matt Borland, who was a crew chief for Paul Menard the year before. Borland's, you know, he's got a, a lot of fame there with Ryan Newman, had a lot of success with Ryan Newman early in his career. Well, last year did not go anywhere close to being what they needed. Um, they were out to lunch most of the season last year. Ty finished. 27th in the standings, three position worse than he finished in 2017. Uh, so this is his third full-time season in the Cup Series and at Jermaine Racing. It's going to be very interesting to see what Ty does. I don't think anybody expects him to light the world on fire in that car. That's a solo cooperation. They do have a big-time sponsor behind them, and that's good. But they have to perform better than they did last year. I think if they're in the top 20 uh, conversation, I think it's a good year for them. And uh, – there's no reason why this team cannot perform. I think they got the funding behind them. They're not spread too thin at all. They got a great crew chief from Matt Borland. 
you know, it's time for Ty Dillon to step up and, and say, you know what, it's time for us to have a really good year here in that 13 car. So um, we'll see what, what goes on with that team. Uh, but a, a not much change over there for them as well. Uh, another Chevrolet team that, that I was pretty impressed with a year ago, you got to remember it was their first full-time season in the Cup Series, and they got off to a little bit of a sluggish start with Jeffrey Earnhardt as their race car driver, but they hired Landon Castle about six, seven races into the season, and boom, they took off and really ran pretty good. Tony Furr is going to be the crew chief there at Starcom Racing. Number double zero is the sponsor in that. They're going to have ECR engines, Richard Childress Racing engines next season. Um, they also purchased the charter from the number 27 car, the, thing, the charter that they leased last year. They have now purchased. So they are in all the races, no doubt about it, for here until they sell their charter. So Starcom Racing, number double zero, Landon Castle. You know, I think, Landon, you look at it and you say, what can that team build on? You know, it's a, it's a startup operation still. They're only in their second season. What can that team do to build on um, and, and really make the next step? And I just think it's, it's being more consistent. You know, top 30 runs is what they should strive for. And if they finish in the top 30, you say, that's a good day. Um, but lucky for them, they will not have, a, have to worry about qualifying into the Daytona 500 because they will be locked in via their charter. So Landon's going to be there, and, and I think he's a, a good veteran driver to build your team around here for the 2019 season. Another Chevrolet team that um, a lot of people like to root for because they're sort of the underdog team is TriStar Motorsports. But And I hate to tell people this right now, but their season um, for 2019 is very much up in the air. We have not heard much from that organization there. Uh, Corey LaJoy left. Corey LaJoy, LaJoy, who drove that team most of that season last year, will drive the number 32 Ford, uh, replacing Matthew Benedetto, who went to the number 95 car. So Corey LaJoy running full-time for the first time in his career, but he leaves an opening at TriStar Motorsports. Cole Witt retired, so he will not um, be back as well. So we're not really sure. You know, not a lot of announcements yet from that team. Uh, that team, the, the, big, the big news behind that team, I think you can say, and the thing that's a little bit more alarming than what you would think is, you know, they, were, they, re, they had a charter, excuse me, from um, Front Row Motorsports. So when you looked at Front Row Motorsports, they have four charters. Now Front Row Motorsports, um, it looks like they, they either leased or sold a charter to Rick Ware Racing next season. Well, where's TriStar going to finish up and all that? Where do they get a charter from? Because they, in my opinion, they want a charter. You want that charter. You want to make as much money as you possibly can in the Cup Series. So where does that charter go? Where do they, if they get a charter, um, where do they get it from? And there's really not a whole lot out there for them right now. So it's a little bit of alarming. It's a little bit of a head scratcher as far as TriStar goes. This team has a long, long history in the Xfinity Series as well. Um, you, could you see them scale back and go to the Xfinity Series? Sure. Could you see this team who owns their own engine company, Pro Motors? Um, could you see them just focusing on the engines? Say, we're going to try and get the most out of our engines and not really focus on the 72 Cup team. Uh, or you could see them maybe go to the Daytona 500 with, with a driver who's got some funding and try and make the Daytona 500 and then call it a day after that. Um, it's really up in the air right now, and, and it's January 13th. You know, So you only got a couple of weeks until you should announce your plans, and, and to be that much up in the air and really not have a charter, no announcements, nothing is very, very alarming for TriStar Motorsports. So listen, I love the team. They're a team that uh, goes way, way back when you think about um, 
Roy Allen Jr. sitting on a pole for the Daytona 500 in 1994. Um, so, yeah, Tina goes way, way back. Mark Smith passed away uh, a, a year and a half ago. It, it's probably been now. So um, I think once he passed, you know, he held, he went on to his son. Who knows what the plan is for that organization here in 2019? Maybe we'll try and get, reach out to TriStar Motorsports here on Talking Circles and try and get their 2019 plans. Um, but a lot to be done for that here as we get ready for Speed Weeks 2019. Uh, that is it, you know, right now with the Chevrolet teams. Another Chevrolet team you could see possibly pull up here. Premium Motorsports, they're going to run some Chevrolets, I think, this year as well, whether it's the 55 or the 7. Also, um, Spire Motorsports, Spire Racing, Spire Motorsports, uh, Spire Sports and Entertaining bought the, the 78 charter from Furniture Racing, and they plan to run a full 77 car full-time. They expected to run Chevrolets. You could see Jamie McMurray, who's running the Daytona 500, and the number 40 run with that charter in the Daytona 500 and then move to the number 77 team, uh, put a 77 on the side for the rest of the year. I think that could be Ross Chastain in that, in that car next season as in this season as well. Remains to be seen there. Spire Motorsports, keep an eye on that here in the coming weeks. They should have a lot of announcements. Also, Tommy Baldwin Racing will be back on a partial schedule. Sounded like he was going to run about six to eight races this year um, in the Cup Series. Sounds like it's going to be Chevrolets as well. So uh, keep an eye on Tommy Baldwin Racing, whether he comes down for the Daytona 500 or not remains to be seen. But keep an eye on them as well. So that's your Chevrolet Team 2019 preview as we get ready to bring you more previews as we get ready for the Daytona 500 here in a few weeks. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next time.